I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> of the world's lithium is in the lithium triangle, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile. It has a lot to do with national security, and we need to step up our game. This monarch of billionaires, I grew up in federally subsidized housing. I came from nothing. Yes, I have billions of dollars. I earned it. No one gave it to me. Three precious little kids lost their lives, and I believe three adults, I believe it's. And, um, and the shooter, of course, lost their life, too. So it's, it's a horrible, horrible situation. And we're not going to fix it. Now watch this drive. There's something very funny about him flying into New York to turn himself in on his private jet. I saw a tweet that yeah. had the video of the takeoff, and the caption was, the pilot here has a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do the funniest thing of all time. And that would be... Oh, uh, ramming it into a, the courthouse, the court building. I just wanted to make you say Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> or anywhere. Or, or just into the fucking ocean. Do you think he's going to make bail? Do you think he's going to be restricted at all in his movements? No. Mm-mm. Other than, no. like, by his own body? Because usually, like, so. say if you did a computer crime, you know, you, you wouldn't be able to use your phone or anything like that. They just got to keep him away from porn stars. He's that... not allowed to no, talk I, to any porn stars. Honestly, I think... I. <laughs> I, I'm, there has been a lot of talk about a gag order with him. I don't know if there's been any like legal talk about it, but I, maybe his lawyer said that it. Was, it's yeah, so well, I mean, usually your ridiculous. Would suggest but you shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah he's already antagonizing the judge and the, the district attorney and all that kind of stuff. He's going up on charges for campaign finance fraud or whatever. Um, yeah, it's like there's 34 counts of, but of fraud. In the instance, like if you're a computer hacker and they would take your computers away. They're not going to stop them from campaigning. You're innocent until so, proven no. guilty. And also the president can't commit any crimes. So, uh, it all, yeah, it all happened before he was president though. And that's, yeah. that's no, that's but when he it. became president, he, it's a, he's immediately no pardoned for everything he's already done. Yeah. The fact that he can do it basically means it would be a formality for him to do it to himself. So it just applies yeah. automatically. This isn't the only thing there's this stuff that, he's going to court for and then georgia's still trying to yeah, atlanta has a you know mm-hmm. look into that stuff there's a few other things too plus there's all of the people that did crimes with him you know, like michael most Flynn. of those people have already been arrested <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying like you know it's this isn't going to be the end the only thing that i'm curious about is like will he still be able to run yeah, yeah. everything's he'll just cite, he'll cite Debs. yeah when it was actually announced that he was going to be arraigned like for sure it was like 7.5 million dollars into his campaign fund or something like that in like a matter of like a day 300 bucks of that is from us no this is before (laughs) this is before that (laughs) or after that no it's it's just like i mean i don't know the people are stupid i think it's It's, wild that this is like the main thing the headlining incident yeah there's tons of other things that are going on and just generally like every president every american president should be in prison uh for war crimes yeah i actually we when you were talking about that earlier uh i was kind of you know i was going through the thread and i I was laughing i was thinking like this like it's really a simple uh conditional for true are you currently (laughs) or were you ever a u.s president and if the answer is yes Go to jail. You should go directly to jail. <laughs> you've, you've, you've committed war crimes. You have. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the reason that there's many reasons that he's not going to go to prison or have real serious consequences for anything. But chief amongst them 
is that if you put a president in jail, if a president is allowed to go to jail, who the fuck would want to be president? That's the whole thing in the Oval Office. The whole thing you do in that building is do crimes all day. Like that's all. That's the only thing that you do. You're allowed to do certain crimes. You're just not allowed to do the crimes that Trump did. Right. Well, that's the thing. If it was anything related to his carrying out the duties of the office of the president of the United States, I don't think that he would be arraigned at all. But because I, yeah, it's, no, it wouldn't yeah. be a problem. Mm-hmm. It's because it all happened beforehand. Yeah. And honestly, if he would have just like, I think, owned up to it and just dealt with it, none of this would have happened. Like, and, it's the whole reason that he's being like indicted about it is just due to the fucking fraud aspect of it, he, the conspiracy aspect of it. If he didn't deny the election or if, you know, the big liar or whatever, yeah, he probably would, would have even gotten off on this because it's like 2016, water on the bridge, it's done. He served his term. Yeah, but exactly. I think it's the combination of, you know, the Stormy Daniels, the campaign stuff, the hush money, and the fact that he pulled the, I, I need 11,000 votes or whatever, you know, like yeah. that, that whole craziness that happened. And a bunch of other stuff. And yeah. had Epstein killed. <laughs> no, this is the Clintons, dude. No, they, no it was him. They all it, was had a joint, it was a joint operation. Effort. It was the Spider-Man. Every, every person that was ever on that plane to that yes. island. Yes. All Bill of Gates the different, included. All of the different hitmen showed up at the jail at the same time, and they had to do they had to draw straws for it. Yeah. Chelsea Clinton as well. She's. I think she did it with her bare hands. <laughs> I think she personally. There was a darkness there. There's, I see I'm pretty, it. I see I'm pretty it sure. Eyes. I'm pretty sure it was actually Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, actually, it, like it became sentient. Him. Yeah. No, it, they just beat him with it. Oh, they oh. Beat him oh I thought it was like a, a GPT thing. Like it became well, it sentient, could be. and then it could know, be a GPT thing. It, it's like trying to protect. It's a. Uh, was handlers. one of Was it one of you that sent me that? What somebody had a conversation with GPT and then they committed suicide. It was a. It was not GPT. It, it was, was a, a coworker that sent was, that. Yeah. It was. But I did read that story. Yeah. Is a it, New, New is, Zealander. Yeah. Is there any any legitimacy to it? Or I think it it's one hundred percent true. The guy was. I I think. I mean. I don't think it was. Yeah, sure. I don't think you can blame it on GPT. No, of course not. Yeah. The, the guy model was, depressed, obviously. was not GPT. It was a large language model, but it was not GPT. I don't know which model it was specifically, but, but it was one that did not have the same. He was products. one of those climate like. I I have a friend like this that's a bit off her rocker when it comes to climate stuff. Like she takes like the paper straws and she takes it very seriously as an individual shame kind of thing. How much she drives, how much, you know, everything. Very concerned with the end of the world. It's like, you know, it's not going to happen until you're probably well dead. Yeah. Your kids, your kids are going to have to deal with this. Yeah. 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 Which she's actually even, she talks about enough where one of her kids, her her daughter who's younger is freaked out about it too. So you can't do anything about it. Short of organizing to demand, we stop drilling. You, there's nothing we can do about it, like individually. So stop, yeah, stop yeah, freaking yeah. out and stop freaking out your kids. Paper straws are not going to save the planet. No, no, I mean, no amount of recycling it, it, is going to save. No, the we, and we've yeah. said this many times. Mm-hmm. It's the you know, it's the corporations are resp- responsible for seventy five percent of the of the pollution. Yeah, and, and you know, climate issues. So the only there's the nothing, only there's nothing individual actions you can take outside of of what we know to be legal uh, and a bit more <laughs> explosive in nature. I think this is a perfect transition to playing a, a voicemail that we recently yeah. received, actually. So album on display is usually what follows this segment, but uh, let's, just, let's just jump right in. So whenever you read about something bad, do you ever have the intrusive thought of just, this problem would be solved if I killed this person? It would be really reassuring to know that I'm not the only one. Please. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> no. You yes. guys are bad. No. no. Wrong. <laughs> 
No, everybody has these intrusive thoughts. The, the, the problem is acting on it. That's the problem. That's right. You're, you're right. Everybody uh, has these thoughts. Everybody has everybody has thoughts of what it would feel like to jab a knife through their neck or kill somebody or. Do oh, my all, wife or, has the saying: or, "You'd be first against the wall." She says it all the time. Or or uh, or or running their car into another a wall, or running their car into another car to cause a crash. Everybody, everybody has these thoughts. <laughs> road rage much Jeez. yeah no, i actually don't i actually don't have road rage but there are times where it's just like man if i could just pit maneuver this person <laughs> are you ever Brenda, high up or in a car with the window open yeah. and you've got your phone in your hand and you're like i i could just i could throw this and i just oh yeah i wouldn't yeah. have my phone anymore oh, and you i kind of want I, to now we've you ever had have this- those thoughts where you're 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 flying down the freeway and there's a car on your ass and you're like i could just stop yeah it's a slam on my braces hard i as could I can. just stop like no. you know <laughs> we've had this conversation before drew though the the whole like standing on the edge and then having the the intrusive thought of of jumping that's a that's i don't like an evolutionary like glitch right i don't have that thought ever but i do anytime i'm on a high building or something or like the eiffel tower where you can actually kind of lean out and i have my phone or a camera I just have the urge to throw it. Yeah. Yeah. And even yeah. It, it's like, you know, sometimes you'll be, you travel to Paris and you have like a thousand dollar mirrorless camera or something. And you're, yeah. Maybe it's, maybe I want to like, throw it. Yeah. Maybe it's some weird thing because like we have, no, that, we, I we think you're of, just an anarcho primitivist. Our, our devices, <laughs> our devices are kind of our lives now, uh, yeah. you know, like maybe that's some weird deep. connection where you're kind of like, oh, I just want to throw my life away. You know, it's not like I'm going to do it, but I just have the, yeah. I cannot. Yeah. Like if I was just standing, I don't know, on on the lawn and taking a picture of my kid across, you know, the way, I would never have a thought of throwing down the but something about having this I mean, it's totally gonna be ruined and destroyed if I drop it right now or throw it, you know. It's like Yeah. I've know. had those thoughts when we were at um Red River Gorge. Red River Gorge. Yeah. Yeah. When we walked across the you know, the cliffs area. Yeah, like it's pretty yep. Yep. Yeah. That 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 would be one of the instances in which I'm like leaning over and Back to the original question, you're not alone, and whether or not you do anything with that, that's ultimately up to each of us to decide for themselves. Did this person leave, uh, like, a name? They left a name, but I don't know if it's, like, can we say the name? I don't think it's their real name. I think that, I think it's a reference to a conservative uh, thinker. Okay. Well, it's Michael Knowles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know who that is. That a conservative thinker? Let me hold on. Let me make sure I'm thinking about this. I'm right guy. Okay. Or I'll edit this out if, if it's not. It's I'm not, not familiar No, yeah, with he's that. a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This might be the guy that was like, we need to kill all the trans people. Oh, so that got dark real quick. All right. That might be that guy. So, so maybe yeah. this, him maybe this is the intrusive thought is about if it's, if Michael Knowles. Yeah, specifically, maybe. I'm not gonna. You do you, fam. All right. All right. So album on display. Uh, I know this one. Do you? There's a planet in the background. Not sure if it's Earth or not. There's a spaceship on there, and it looks like a, like a, a space station, sort of, in the foreground. Mm-hmm. It looks I, like I know. it's an illustration, right? Yeah, it's, yep, yep, kind of. It's kind of like, um, it's almost, almost like Star Fox-esque. You know? One might even describe it as a, like a high school textbook cover of a science it does kind of look textbook. like a science high school textbook it is. really well it's actually funny. i think it might be that from the smithsonian but i th- i thought i heard that this was used as a textbook somewhere but nonetheless it's it's like a you know uh public yeah. commons you know kind of smithsonian uh, uh institute space art museum 
So this is uh, Terraform by Shellac. Wow. How did you do that? I Googled it. Oh, you son <laughs> of a gun. Yeah, so Shellac's second album, released in 1998. Shellac is uh, most famous for having Steve Albini on guitar and vocals. Steve Albini produced Nirvana without any points, without any percentage. So he actually took a flat fee of like, I don't know, you know, he, he, he would be a multimillionaire many many times over steve albini though is a very interesting character he started his career in music in big black which is chicago-based punk band that had uh, a drum machine so it was like a two a three piece well if you count the drum machine as a piece it was a two piece with a drum machine just a different kind of fellow it's very very odd but lately he's been making a living aside from recording music by doing texas hold'em tournaments and winning (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. but he's very weird he he wears like so he's on like these espn three or four or five hundred whatever you know those texas hold'em tournaments are aired on but he always wears like jumpsuits like mechanics like like a tech like an auto tech like yeah. jumpsuit i don't know I, he's a weird dude but every time he's interviewed every time he uh is written up on um in an article or something i highly recommend reading it because he's a very unique character and he's got good politics and just just a really cool guy he's got different views so anyway can we get a, it's a great album though can we get like the jumpsuits as the as merch we should for sure uh but yeah he's a producer engineer and a musician i don't think uh, this is on spotify really deep, shellac isn't on fucking spotify? deep cut Here's a weird thing. So I list most of my records on a, a service called Discogs. I noticed that this, even though it was released in 1998, and this is the original pressing, 180 gram, really great quality, it's barely worth more than I paid for it, which is very odd for uh, any other album that I have from that same era for, with the same quality. I'm like, wow, do just people hate shellac? Or what's the they're story not, They're not on Spotify. That might be I was going to say, because we were going to make a playlist... Mm-hmm. You know, and pick a song. I was going to ask you what song would you pick on the album so I can add it to the place, and I was going to start building that playlist. But uh, oh wait, oh I was spelling it wrong. Oh yeah, it's shellac with a S H E. That is still Spotify. No, no, never mind, never mind. I was not. There's another band called Shellac. Yeah, I can see that. Wait, there's two bands called Shellac, but none of them are spelled the same. There's one that's S C H, and then. One with a K. They're both. They both have K's at the end. But yeah. No. This one. This one's not. I saw them open for Fugazi on uh, one of Fugazi's last tours, and it was funny. They had some technical difficulty, so Steve Albini. I think it was Steve Albini. It might have been uh, another member of the band, but they opened up for questions from the audience. It was very. It was almost like scripted. And he, like okay. If anybody has any questions, so people rose their hand. And this is like state theater, like a very large, you know, theater. People are screaming out stuff, and they're like, "What kind of amps do you guys have?" Because they were notorious for debranding all their gear, so you couldn't see what they were playing. You know, like what kind of amp or cabinets or guitars or whatever. <laughs> and Steve Albini, I believe it was him, was like, "Those are yeah, those are guitar amps and bass amp." <laughs> <It's like that's... laughs> this is so such a jackass. Uh, Steve Albini has an insanely long thread. Doesn't say specifically why Shellac isn't on Spotify, but it's an extremely long thread pointing out all the bullshit. 
Yeah, he's Spotify. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of in reply to Eve Six. Like Eve Six says, our stupid band gets close to a million monthly streams on Spotify. Spotify pays out point zero zero three cents per stream. Yep, one hundred percent of that goes to our former label Sony, who is part owner of Spotify. This is why I'm mad. That's January thirty first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, he said that. So it's not like this is old, and you know Spotify has increased their rates since then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like 0.003 cents. The famous, that is insane. The famous story, Lady Gaga, that um, oh, yeah. single poker face. She got paid a hundred dollars over the course of like a year of plays for that. Yeah, and that that was like platinum. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was just millions upon millions of plays, yeah. and she got paid a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's insane. For sure. Drew, are you still there? Yeah, sorry, I'm reading a another paper that just dropped. Oh. On what? That's very vague. That's scary. On, well, on the AI shit, I'm sorry. I'm, okay. I'm going through an obsessive period. <laughs> yeah. That's a good transition. <laughs> they're doing it. They're going to do AGI with the current models. It's happening. I'm watching it happen in real time. Explain to our listeners what AGI is. Artificial general intelligence. I think the idea behind it is basically... You have a Turing a, test kind of thing, a, a Turing test, but it's also like, I mean, it's a kind of a, it's a loose definition. Nobody can mm-hmm. really agree on what it means. And I expect the goalposts to get moved here pretty soon. But the idea behind it is you have a system that runs somewhere, chat GPT and these large language models, you interact with it. It gives you output, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but people have been finding very interesting ways. A lot of even reputable uh, research institutions have been finding interesting ways and paradigms to make the current models much more capable than they already are. It turns out you can get them to critique themselves. And if you do that in a loop, you can kind of create this feedback effect where the output just keeps getting better and better. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the most recent paper that I read was using GPT-4 and this technique called reflection with an X. Uh, They're not marketers. But the they, they got up to like an 88% accuracy rating for the various test environments that they use. So they, they have like this simulated online store and they have this simulated environment set up with like real world objects that are kind of, there's like text descriptions about it. And then the, you, they get the model to try to solve logic puzzles. It's the idea is that you're trying to test their reasoning. And if you just prompt the thing to do it, you can, it, it'll, it'll pass like 40% of the tests, but they're basically doubling its efficacy just by creating these more novel data structures and integrated systems. It's very interesting. This is a perfect segue to the article that I wanted to cover, which is a Music Radar article written by Rob Lang, and it's interviewing Andrew Sheps, who's an engineer. He might be a producer as well. He's worked with Adele and Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff, so he's a big guy. He's probably won some Grammys and stuff like that. But for some reason, they were interviewing him about AI. At least that's one of the pieces of subject it's, matter it's that real hot right in the interview. Yeah. I just wanted to pull one little quote, which is actually the top quote from this article, because what you're saying right now inspired me to like want to talk about this quote, which is, by definition, machine learning can't create new stuff. It's amalgamating a gigantic amount of existing stuff. So my first reaction to that is, well, what do you think creating music is other than that? If you had like a Blue Lagoon incident where like some kids were raised like wolves on a desert island and you gave them a guitar, you think like they'd be writing Beatles songs? Mm-hmm. No, they're, you know, they, they're going to be like banging on it or, you know, they, 
barely might eke out a couple chords, but they're probably not going to be anything remotely close. They're definitely not going to write a verse, chorus, verse with a bridge with a middle, you know, middle 16 bar kind of pitch. It's like music, pop music especially, which is what he focuses on producing. That's all it is. It's already algorithmic. Yeah, it it is. What exactly do you think you're doing or musicians are doing? This or is producers the, are doing, yeah. the, the, or artists are doing, or coders yeah. are doing, or yeah. anybody's doing, or yeah. auto manufacturers are doing, or... There's never been anything new. It's always been building on previous stuff, Yeah, right? This yeah. idea that, you know, this creative spark... We don't know anything about our own neurology, really, when it comes to creativity or idea generation or whatever. The fact that we can, that anybody can be making these claims about what it is or isn't now i see a lot of professor types being like we need an ai rights movement and steve ducey i think was in the white house during one of the press briefings and was like are you afraid that ai is going to kill us all soon like that shit is mostly i think stupid and largely also like marketing hype you know for these particular services at the same time there is definitely something here and it's i i've said this before but i'm not so much interested in the generating new stuff element like making images or music or whatever but to your point who's to fucking say that it can't end up making certain things that some people like more than human made things it's all fucking subjective to begin with what are we even talking about i'm much more interested in its ability to do tasks right to take input and produce valid output that achieves a specific goal because that's what work is you know that's what labor is you see these projects that people drop every day where it's like i built the system that given a base task we have a model that splits it up into 10 smaller tasks and then 10 smaller tasks and then once it gets down to a task that it determines it can't split up anymore you pass that to a separate model that's one of those feedback loops that i was talking about uh you you give it the ability to search the internet you give it the ability to read documentation You give it the ability to look at other examples. You let it tie into other more specialized models for image recognition or generation and the like. And it's extremely easy to see a path to a fully automated corporation, more or less, right? Mm -hmm. or, or, Or a conglomerate of different AI models. And maybe the output isn't that great or isn't ideal or is as good as you could get with, with human people at the moment. But even so is most of the stuff, human ran corporations putting out or is it is is that that good it's already algorithmic it's already mostly luck and made up we're going to have this massive amount of volume of shit and really a complete paradigm shift in terms of what people think about when they think about automation and i'm not going to make any specific predictions really but it's definitely going to change shit i think your corporations are they that good i know that was rhetorical essentially but uh no (laughs) Right. There's so much redundancy and so much bloat and so much wasted effort, primarily by breakdowns of communication. Think of your average project at PetSmart and how much efficiency could be gained if people could just pay closer attention. Yeah, these things have perfect recall. Properly. Yeah, that's what I mean. So say if you even had the skeuomorphism of a bot representing a role or an AI representing a role, like so you have your AI developer and then you have your AI PM. If we if we recreated that exact same chain, which I th- still think there might be inefficiencies in that, but I, I realize the limitations of how much you know processing each thing can do. It still makes sense to model. In the, in the short term, yeah. it's still going to make a lot of sense to model it off of these real world. But even if you did, you'd analogs. have your your ideal developer who, or a creative or whoever that would never be distracted by their phone or be distracted by 
anything really and would have 100% recognition of exactly what is being discussed. So you could have a client, which really, it gets really weird here because you could have a client AI <laughs> that's describing something <laughs> to a developer AI and you wouldn't need account or PM because you wouldn't need a, a person that could um, protect their team from the client's demands or treat the client with the cozy kid gloves. No, because or, there's no, whatever. there's no time yeah. to, you're, yeah, you're limited you need only a, by access to data and computing power and that's it. You wouldn't need a PM because you wouldn't need someone to schedule things because this AI developer could do it themselves. You know, so In some cases it, you don't need them now. Yeah, that's what I mean. So back to the original point no human beings are not good at running these things they they are algorithmic and they're uh, they're trying to apply this is the crazy thing about it like agile and any sort of project management we're trying to apply computer based which you know it's kind of circular obviously but computer based approaches of solving things or processing projects or manufacturing something or whatever it is when you actually replace that with an actual computer <laughs> like well there it goes, man. That's it. Yeah, I want, I want, I want these, these, I want these applications to to write all my stories. That's what I want. Write my stories for me. They're very good at I've that. Do, I've done this. I've this is what I use ChatGPT for primarily, is to write user stories because it's it's just it's helpful it, to get me here, a, so a starting point. Here's my my vision. The thing I'm going to build for our to make our boss that will ultimately replace us here at We Do Crime. <laughs> It's going to be an autonomous agent that just runs on a Python box somewhere. It's going to run in a loop. It's going to be rate limited so that we don't spend a billion dollars on, uh, on open AI charges. It's going to have webhook connections to Jira. It's going to see when new tickets are made. It's going to get the description of the ticket. It's going to write back a more detailed description, add any comments for things it doesn't understand. You move it into the sprint. It sends that to an agent which has access to the GitHub API. It looks at the code base. It makes a new branch. It uses embedding-based vector search to find all the relevant files. It writes the code. You have a different agent to do code review. You send it back and forth between those two a couple of times. Make sure there's tests involved. Submit a pull request. GitHub Actions is going to run. It's going to have a test output. It might fail. If it fails, another webhook. Back to the developer with the error message. It goes through. It fixes it. It re-references the ticket, makes sure everything's all good, puts it back. It's a, and then it's pull request. It worked oh, there. Where the technology exists today. I now the the percentage output. I don't know, but it's, it would certainly be somewhat usable. There's a yeah. there's a percentage I, of it that would be usable. Yeah, and that's why I have this combination sense of urgency and futility when it comes to these things, because yeah. it's like on one hand, holy shit, this stuff's moving so fast. I need to make sure that I stack as much money right now as humanly possible because I'm not going to be able to make any money in a couple years. Or, and I don't know that that's actually true. I'm not trying to just be completely fear-mongering. There's still externalities that make this stuff. Like the fact that most jobs probably don't need to exist already anyways, and they only exist as a means yeah. to keep liquidity in the economy up and as make-work programs for the various nephews and nieces of this, this great, beautiful country. <laughs> but the, Don't forget sons and daughters. I mean. <laughs> of course. Most people don't really. Didn't you hear Donald Trump? He said, many of you, you don't like your sons and daughters very much. You yeah, don't like your well, kids for good reason. I feel a sense of urgency because it feels like you're at the beginning of something, right? And I want to make shit with it. And it feels like if I'm writing other code without writing this existing, an initial agent to help me do it, then it's like I'm wasting time on this other stuff because I'm not, I'm not fully leveraging the current existing tech, but also futility because anything that you build right now, yeah. it's, it's, it, there's a good chance it'll be totally obsolete in a couple of years. 
That's always Maybe been sooner. true. That's always been true, but yes, it is escalating. But the, it's escalating yeah. very quickly. And the, um, the one prediction I will make is that things like ChatGPT will act as hubs moving forward. Because the, the crazy thing about the plugin system for ChatGPT is you don't have to really write any code at all. You just have an open API spec for your API, which is an existing standard for REST APIs. You just give that to ChatGPT, and then it figures out how to write the requests to those services. So if you have this system, if the UI is decent, if the integrations are good, more and more shit is going to move into these concentrated platforms. And I, I see it happening more in, inside of something like a Slack, right? And just having it be sort of the mm -hmm. integrated environment where people already are or Discord and the bots just get extremely good. And they're essentially able to do anything that any of these other apps do because they know how to talk to them, right? And then further, there's been this thing for a while where... There's a lot of jobs that exist, a lot of processes that exist inside of companies that are like niche enough that it's not worth the upfront investment to build functionality or to even think about like going in and building some sort of automation or whatever. That's not going to be true anymore because you just give the job requirements to a system like this. It can build the application and not even necessarily having to like bundle it and ship it and deploy it to you. It will be able to write the code that is needed to do the task in real time and then do it and then just dump it. But wouldn't you think like that might be where things are headed as far as we're no longer going to be writing the code, but we're going to be writing the prompts to, yeah, to but generate these things? For, yeah, that's I know, be, I know like, that's a circular thing right now. Where it, that's going to be, that's gonna be the next wave. That's going to be the next wave. Yeah. But like the models are getting really good at prompting the models. Yeah, yeah. I, I did just read, I, and I don't know if this is bullshit, but... There was some job posting for five hundred thousand dollar salary for, for like a prompt a engineer. Prompt engineer, yeah, yeah. But that's that got to just be, be a reaction. If, if that's that real, that's just real. a reaction to people not knowing what the fuck is going on and really feeling yeah. like they need to get a. I'll hand take on the it. Ball. Yeah, I'm definitely. Pretty good at those. Prompts. I'll, I'll engineer those fucking prompts. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. It's it's no, I, yeah, because it's related to um, a photograph. This photograph that I saw, it was a macro photograph of like water droplets on like a, I don't know, like a piece of food or something. It was so perfectly realistic, but it was literally, the guy shared his prompt. I was like, oh my yeah. God, this is I, insane. Seeing, and then the uh, Mid Journey just released this thing where it can extract a prompt from an existing image. Like what, what prompt would render something close to that? That's awesome. And so That's you just, reverse engineering, you yeah. give it, you give it a fucking stock image. And then it generates yeah. something almost exactly like the stock. Oh, Dif so different. Good. It's different, right? Like it's fundamentally different, but it's the same vibe, the same objects, the same items, the same movement, right? No, and that, I love that. Yeah, that kind good. of shit is nuts. Yeah, artists are done. No, here's the thing. You feed it like 15 really good resumes that you've yeah. seen as a hiring manager. 15 like really good ones and say, put my name on the top mm -hmm. and I want a resume just as good. Yeah. I've I mean, never in, done that. I've no, I didn't do that earlier today at all. No, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of it, that's actually probably going to be what goes, that's probably going to be in my resignation letter. Like I, I have to, I cannot, I cannot not be oh working on your shit. resignation letter. Didn't you already have G GPT write your resignation letter? Well, yeah. I not only, not only did I have it write the resignation <laughs> you had to letter, have a conversation with the I had a, I had a simulated like decision tree situation <laughs> where I, I gave it all the information that I could about the various people that I'm probably going to talk to uh, and what they're <laughs> and thinking, what, the reactions what they're thinking, what their reactions will be. Uh, and then I 
I ran it. I ran Sims. Yeah. To be honest, simulation. some of some of the <laughs> some of the executives do kind of act like robots. So. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. They are, this is the, the funny. The funny thing about this technology is that the easiest people to replace are the people whose only job it is to go. Which of these things will make me more money? Yeah, yeah. There's always this like insider club to every uh, company I've ever worked for. When you get to that executive level, it's almost like a playbook. And I don't know if they're trained or or what, but they always it's just follow like the a natural same kind of, selection. Kind yeah, of thing. It, that's what I, I assume. It's just like you you naturally evolve to this position. You're like these are the things that I can say, and this is how I can say by it. virtue of your position, like. Yeah. You have to bullshit in the same way as everybody else does because it, and, and that's yeah. one of the funny things about this AI wave in general. No, it's LARPing like the, that right. one person's, uh, um, it, it, I forget it, the TikToker or whatever. He was like, yeah, we're all LARPing. People already. We're guilty exactly. of it too. You know? Right. People there, you're doing this Fisher Price, like play work kind of thing, but mm -hmm. the, you're, you're just emulating fucking madmen or whatever. I was but just the, listening to Eric, Eric Adams, the, uh, it, that's the mayor of New York, mayor right? Of New York, that's his yeah. name, Eric. Yeah. You know, he's talking about Trump and protecting, uh, you know, New York and they're already prepared. He literally it could have been anyone. It could have been Martin O'Malley from Baltimore or whatever. It could have been anyone serving at any point. Coleman Young, like it could have been any mayor at any history and they would have delivered the exact same speech it's, and the exact same. We live in a we live in like a management state. Right. Every, yeah. Everyone's just going through the motions, uh, just continuing to funnel money in the same ways. And so. On one hand, these things do present a real risk to workers. When I talk about like how cool it is or how much cool stuff it can do, like I'm aware of how fucking scary that shit is, yeah. but it's not going back in the box. No, and, it's not. And that's so not. you got to so yeah, figure like, yeah, out yeah. what does that mean moving forward yeah, for us. Jumping both, yeah, jumping into it, both feet, I think is the only solution really. Because if you're the one who's always ahead of it or always at least aware of the changes, then... Yeah, jobs are going to be replaced, but well, we were in a meeting recently. A, you probably have a position somewhere. I've been because I have been trying to force. I don't know why I fucking do this, um, but I I've been know, trying to like. I can't help myself either, man. Force like people to understand at the day job where this stuff is going and yeah. whatever. And so I mentioned something, and then somebody was like, "Oh yeah, you were totally right. I just I, I'm hearing about this stuff all the time now." Yeah. It's yeah like, well, yeah. Just... I mean, well, the, the, again, the time to act was two months ago, so. Yeah, oh, but I mean, that's it, that's it, uh, still if you so I think that the ideal response to this should be everyone collectively is like, OK, these tools are more powerful than the average. And in most cases, the highest performing human on some of these tasks, not now, but a year from now or two years from now or whatever. So the meritocracy, we can dispense with that because the machines are better than all of us. So we need to figure out a way to make sure that the gains from these machines, this culmination of human progress, which is one of the promises that the internet was supposed to fulfill. So I'm not super bullish on this, but we need to uh, make sure that these are distributed into the hands of the people. And you, we you get rid of these hierarchies because every, everyone, the, again, the, the floor and the ceiling of human ability, capacity, et cetera, very close together, and I think that these have a real potential of making it very hard to ignore that fact. Mm -hmm. I don't see these things getting into the hands of the people ever. Yeah, I, like, I'm the I, I think they're. I yeah, but you're you are, but you're you're not. You're not. You know, you're you're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be like. You're not gonna benefit from from it that as much as like the, the elite are. But yeah. I, I I am I am I am starting to wonder. Not that there'd be any legitimacy to this. But if there's going to start popping up like lawsuits about killing jobs or if, if there's going to start being um, 
bills being passed about jobs that can't be replaced by AI. Like we don't want them replaced by AI because if they are, then, you know, it's just, it's causing too much of a ruckus. I think it was Tucker. Tucker was being interviewed about, uh, who was the interview by where he made the the Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson interview. Yeah. Ben Shapiro challenged him with like, so if we could have AI trucking, not AI, but driverless trucking, which would be AI, but driverless trucking, you don't think that that would be a good thing to, I don't know what the economy or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Tucker was like, hell no. If we live in a country that would lay off, you know, one of the most important working class jobs, Mm -hmm. it's the history of America, really, you know? Yeah. I saw, I saw that quote and you know, it's interesting because it like, if you listen to just that clip, Mm -hmm. Tucker's a reasonable person. (laughs) Tucker's a leftist. (laughs) <laughs> well in that specific instance yeah well, i mean yeah there, know, it's, been, it's interesting there's a long history in the labor movement of the luddites the luddites are specifically a uh laborers that would um go in and destroy automation equipment that was where they got their their name right. you know and they, i think that that is and, definitely and trashed a factory yeah that's definitely one option because i think if history so for one with the tucker carlson thing obviously he's a fascist just appealing to you know the, the pseudo populist yeah. kind of whatever which is i mean truckers don't wear history uh, hoodies hoodies as well or any any construction workers or anybody like that right there's also another tucker quote no no uh, working class so so that's you know i i don't i don't i don't i'm I'm not going to give him a lot of credit for that the part where he was like oh i capitalism isn't the bible it's like well that is it's basically the the problem that i have with that is like capitalism yeah i don't know capitalism is designed for me and so like the you know, like whatever, like I don't actually have to believe in anything. I'm just going to do whatever's best for me personally. Right. And that's, that's where like the sort of cracks in the armor are in terms of like uh, yeah. when conservatives or, or fascist types sort of appeal to populist notions. But I think that the Luddite thing is definitely one option, right? Where we just all say, no, fuck this shit. We're not dealing with it because it's going to replace us. I don't see us having a lot of success in that. We haven't with any of the other automation stuff, especially when it's mm-hmm. made it convenient for the American consumer. We're all fucking pigs. But the speak for yourself. The other option. Yeah, but I is, do. I do think. I do think there would be. This is a little bit different than than some of the some of the other automation stuff. Like, because this is this is going so quickly, and it's able to do things. I read something like eighty percent of American school children are already using ChatGPT. Yeah. yeah. Here's I the mean, thing, though. But, really... but but wait, like like I could totally see it. Like there being an issue with it causing too many unemployed people. One thing, though, really quick. So. Drew used the word meritocracy, and that's that's where things are different, because obviously in capitalism, in the world that we live in, in America, there is no such thing as a meritocracy. No, you do not live in a meritocracy. No. You, you, you do not excel because of your merit or because of the value that you produce. You, you excel because of, you know, either nepotism or cronyism or what have you, and then, you know, everybody else is just exploited as much as they possibly can. AI is not going to only replace the exploited class. AI is going to replace all the rest of them too. AI has the potential to replace the CEO, replace the entire board, replace the chairman, replace actually all their nephews a- and sons and daughters. It's going to replace just as many people who are convinced that they are the chosen ones, the kings and queens of capitalism, the super you know, geniuses, the titans of industry. It's going to replace senators. Yeah, it'll replace everyone potentially. There's no one is totally safe. And if anything, like the point that we were making earlier, the bosses, the executives are the most it's cuz yeah, what the else are they doing? Replace. 
what what they're supposed to be doing is making strategic decisions based on you know data based on a little bit of gut or what have you if you were a board who wouldn't want to replace that individual like like we were having a conversation about zuckerberg so many episodes ago in his doubling down tripling down i mean he changed the freaking name of the company to meta and now he's completely abandoning that spent millions on that domain too yeah yeah he's wait what the metaverse is just I mean, it's pretty much. Oh, done. Yeah, yeah, the metaverse is done, but yeah, that's what. I, no, no, the meta is still the name of the company. Meta is still the name. But what okay. I'm saying is, like, why would you want to put all your eggs in that basket? Why not have an AI who's probably way less um, prone to to making these silly mistakes based on you know? Yeah, their whims, I think though, you know, the the same. We we already know that the the system we currently live under is not governed by merit, but by just power, right? And mm-hmm. the the divvying it up in order to maintain the current hierarchy. So the technology itself doesn't inherently change that, right? Carl, you made a good point about it benefiting the you know people who already own this stuff first. And that's true. And I think, of course, especially in the beginning, uh, as this goes on, it's the, the, the people at the bottom are going to take the most shit for it. I do think that there comes a point where either we have to continue all pretending and trying to maintain the current system as, as long as possible. This completely made up system of value, which is just completely arbitrary and set arbitrarily by people that already have a ton of money. Or, you know, we reach a certain amount of unemployment, discontent in general, and we start looking around and we say, wait a minute, these things that replaced me, I can use them as well. It, or just looking at it and being like, why, why do you exist? Like why people asking the question that we should already be asking which is why the fuck is it the way that it is? Um, And right now, I I think a a big thing, even though we have more wealth or more income inequality right now than we did right before the French Revolution by a decent margin, uh, people still feel like they have something to lose. They don't see an alternate route. And this might be, the greed might go unchecked enough, especially when leveraging these things. And the alternate route might be visible in these types of things enough to knock that loose. Maybe that's like the optimistic view, but I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. The consolidation of wealth is going to get so narrow that all we have to do is just like, like three or four people just the number of, yeah, the number of going going back, going back to our, going back to our caller. Yes. We have (laughs) thought about this. Yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. Put all those eggs in that basket. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, one thing that I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure people have talked about, I'm sure people have looked into it. I'm sure it's probably a problem, but uh, I'm actually really curious how this is affecting the cyber security and like hacker. Oh, I saw somebody. So the like, uh, like hacking, hacking the Pentagon or something like that, you know, like, and, and and it's like, how quickly could it do it? And, and if it can't, like, do they have to start utilizing, you know, these types of models as well, just to. Like nuclear codes and to stuff de- to defend against it. Well, it would have to be Red Hat stuff, right? Where you're like you you have to deploy them on hat, your own. You know, you have to deploy them on your own system, right? Because it, they're because it's it's not a question of whether or not. And this is, I think, the other thing that it's like it's not that they are super. Into, they're not generating ideas that are so above what a human. Although no. I have seen some interesting things. I know that they're it's they're able to kind of put different things together and kind of suggest research topics that are actually kind of interesting. That's cool. But it's not that they're like hyper intelligent it's just that you can scale them horizontally you can you mm-hmm. can you can ha- you can run a, a hundred thousand of them at the same time 
Like, and so yeah. you, you, they're going to be able to find more holes than a human being is capable of finding. Uh, and well, and faster. Right. Like, yeah. like it does like that. And that's, that's really what I was getting at. I, it's, it's not that they're smarter. It's just that you give that, you give it all of the tools, yeah. you know, that a normal say hacker would use and all the programs and whatnot. And the model of all of the types of code, you know, that, that that's been used in, in the past. And it's just, it's going to be able to do all that so the, fast it's a numbers game this with these things yeah. um they will like continue to get smarter cracking. but even if they never got any smarter than they currently are deploying them in like the the current models have not been they've only gpt4 has been out for like two and a half weeks three weeks chat gpt is, it dropped in like november of last year right we're still at the beginning of this shit and, and gpt3 yeah. like as an api was still available but it had not garnered the same attention that it has currently like the amount of two percent of all job posting right Job postings in the United States are now AI related. A full one in 50 job postings currently nationally are AI related. The amount of fucking money pouring into this thing. And it does not mean it's going to scale linearly with the money or exponentially, but it might. And it's certainly going to continue growing. But even if it didn't, people working with the same models now and and finding interesting ways, getting the cost down. GPT for all is an open source model that you can run on a decently specced MacBook right now. And it has a similar performance to GPT-3. What the fuck? That's like using technology from 2001. Yeah, this is fair. Yeah, I mean, just, just like comparing it to, so the first iPhone was released in 2007. And I remember starting at our current employer in 2012. And it was not ubiquitous to have a mobile responsive website. Yeah. Even then. It was kind of like, well, yeah, we should probably think about it. That whole like mobile first thing. It was just starting, right. you know, just starting to get oh. discussed and what have you. So, I mean, to compare that timeline, which this everybody gonna... saw is very rapid. Like before you knew it, you know, iPhone was introduced and everybody had a smartphone. Everybody was like on their phone more than any other device. And that really actually took like five years versus this, which is less than a year. <laughs> Everybody's and, and part of that is this. how disruptive it yeah. is. But another, but a, a big part of it that I don't think could be overstated is that it's just software. Right. And there's still, you, you know, there's hardware optimizations to be made. You need to run the big models. You need a shit ton of dedicated GPU compute space. Um, but for it to be adopted by like everyone, it's a, it's go to a fucking website. Whereas like the, the iPhone required hardware adoption, the internet required hardware adoption. Mm-hmm. So of, of course, of course it's exploding. And again, Value is immediately demonstrable. Most people that have like some cognitive thing that they want to do, which is both in work and in your personal life, every, it's everyone, everyone benefits from it. Everyone can find some way to squeeze value out of these things. And putting aside what our own humanity is, what the human condition is, how it relates to this, is it just a continued gutting of real human experience and thought, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, definitely. But we've built the system that rewards just this relentless pursuit of efficiency and profit and so of course there's no other way for this thing to be ingested into the population yeah it's going to be really interesting to see see where it goes next that's for sure that's episode 29 everyone uh got a website hug your family stuff (laughs) i know i went a little hard on there but i do want to say like you're not going to be out of a job tomorrow next week maybe there's externalities (laughs) that are not just related to technology already that maintain job security i would recommend if you don't already know how to farm 
uh, figuring out how to do that would be probably maybe could you start? Yeah, start, but we start, could we could just, I just started my seedlings to start, start my seedlings today. We um, could ask GPT how to how to start a garden. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but you know there already is disruption like we've talked about before. I mean the like the the Levi's models you know are being you know generated by by AI now. So like that. I think that see that that I see is nothing nothing but positive though because. No, who wants, I mean, who wants to shop for a pair of jeans when you have like a skeleton? No, yeah. but the models are out of a job, and that's all. That's all I'm saying. No, I understand, I mean, and but, that's huge. I mean, that, but it's not just the models, okay? Yeah. So you got you got to take it you got to take it even further than that I because know, now you've got you've got the models, you've got the the film photographers, crew, photographer, yeah. and all mm-hmm. the crew that's involved in that, like the, you know the spaces that are getting rented, you know, yep. and stuff like that. It's yeah. like you know, there's a there's a not that I really care that much about the people that are owning the spaces but you know there's a there's a it's, it's cascading it's not the just optimistic like, the optimistic you know. side of me though always points to the fact that and we've touched on this numerous times throughout this conversation mm-hmm. we have so many jobs that are absolutely useless right now what's to say that we're just not going to add more useless jobs that prompt will engineer. be for yeah no no it won't be prompt <laughs> it'll be like start prompt engineer middle prompt engineer and then end prompt engineer so you'll have like three people that are required to do any prompt any one single prompt yeah we, you know, we're gonna have like, it, wherever it, like it could be anything though in all I mean, honesty we could achieve i mean again ideal optimistic perspective is like you take away all the pointless jobs which are mostly administrative honestly and you enforce like a 10-hour work week everybody is just kind of like See, we capitalism isn't going to do that. Though. I know God, that. No, I'm, gonna, I'm, yeah. uh, this is the optimistic view. That's the um, that's the that's this is the, the socialism or bar- this is the so- socialism or barbarism. I wish that this wasn't occurring under a capitalist regime, because yeah. we would be so. I mean, we would literally be hacking off hours. Each evolution of GPT four, we lop off two hours. Five, we'd lop off another three, and before you know it, we'd be, be down to like working two. Right, hours and we a day. would all just like yeah, then but, it's like it's only physical that. labor, and we all just split. We would all just share that labor, yeah. right? And we yeah, but, with, but with that, you have to obviously have you know a universal basic income and stuff like that. Yeah, no, yeah, no more money, to... money gone, or that too. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen. You just have stuff, well, and the AI figures out who needs what and gets it to them. That's not going to happen because that's every true. single co- every I know single that. country in the world would need to be at the this same. This is the level fully automated gay space communist. No, that's fine. Like I, I thought about it. Like, like obliterating money. It's like it's always it's an interesting topic. It's just that we have too many um, like underdeveloped countries. You know, it's like that still depend on that. But we, but we, we. It's I will take issue with that because that is largely a policy decision, right? Like we, there are plenty of resources, and there are there is a way to mobilize Mm -hmm. the entire planet. To make sure that everybody on Earth is able to live a comfortable and yeah. uh, dignified life, and we're not—we're just choosing not to, essentially, because it's the, no, the thing uh, the, that we the, have, the system. Go we have. back to the Louis C.K. joke. I know he's canceled, but he has the the bit about God comes down to Earth visiting after a long while, and he sees man's turmoil, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Or she, they, "What are you doing?" And man's like, well, yeah, you got, yeah, I got to go to work. He's like, why? For money. He's like, why? I just put the, what the it's like, fuck I need money? to buy food. I need to buy food. It's like, I just put the food in the ground. Just take the food. It's right there. It's right in front of you. Just take the food. Well, I need some place to live. Like, it's right there. Just go, like, live there. Like, just build it for yourself. You know? I need water to drink. It's right in the river. But the river's polluted. Why did you pollute the river? <laughs> why'd you why'd you put that shit in the river? <laughs> what no, but doing? I mean we we keep we we literally the the 
we need poor people so we can have rich people. Like that's yeah. it. And that's that a global thing. That's a global thing. Yeah, and yeah, well, yeah. the justifications for that are many. One of them is fuck you. I have all the guns. That's a that's a strong argument. That's a big one. Yep. But the the other one is this idea, the one that that is more subtle is I earned it. The Kevin O'Leary, you know, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps and you know that's how we get progress. They did earn innovation. it because they see things in a slightly different way than working class people. We trade our time for money, our labor for money. Right. They make their money work for them. Right, of course. So they did yeah, earn yeah. it by making yeah, their yeah, money yeah, work for yeah. them. Their yeah, money well, actually, is an employee. Definitely, well, technically definitely. their money earned it. So yeah, th that's their employee, though. That they, money, they own that, that money. Kevin, that money belongs to that money. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, money are people. I, They're exploiting who, their money. The I was trying yeah, to do so a Mitt Romney thing. So, like, all of this shit, like, <laughs> you compare that to, like, okay, so just assume, assume you do have a model. Just say it's five years from now, ten years from now. You've got a model that, like, is able to outperform any human trader on the stock market. And it's, like, that's an open... Was, yeah. And yeah. it's like an open secret that like it's, everyone's it's using joke. this fucking thing. And so it's like everything just gets deadlocked yeah. <laughs> because yeah. everyone. So like you can't do anything because there's you can't exploit. It's, it gets harder to exploit things because there is there is less asymmetrical information because they're smarter than you. This goes back to the meritocracy thing. So, yes, initially, you're not going to replace your CEO with a, with an AI. But if your competitor does and is wastes you because they're out competing capitalism ass. capitalism kicks in at that point and you're like oh shit i'm gonna have to now replace my entire board and my ceo and all my executives with and maybe that AI maybe that does you know, now the, like, the uh pessimistic yeah. view is that just accelerate like if you literally train gpt for money and it's like i will kill people to get the get, get the bag like <laughs> You have like this accelerating kind of thing. And then you're like, you go to, and then the judge is like, I can't put a fucking computer in prison. And, but like <laughs> the, there is that pessimistic view that this will get more and more people killed, but it's like, okay, now I'm working for this robot. It's not, but it's not yeah. going to be like the fucking I robot thing where it like has a personality. It is still at the end of the day, a statistical model that. No, that's what I mean. You, like a C, uh, like an AI C CEO is not a CEO. That's, no. you know, you, that you need to be fearful of. It's a strategic decision maker. It's actually the whole reason it's personally, I think it's the whole reason it's the best reason to have a, a person at that or, or a thing at that helm is to, right. to look at the whole and make strategic decisions based on data. You know, it's like, you see what, so this is what will happen. I, I, I see this. What will happen is there, there will be that there will be this, oh, this, this box that it overlooks everything, makes strategic decisions or suggestions rather and then the CEO will have to be like, oh, yeah, that's no, yeah, not yeah, this course, one, course, but yeah, yeah, this one. He's reaping the and rewards. Then, yeah, and then they're going to make like $400 million an hour just be, just for saying yes. Listening to, to the AI. Yeah, make, exactly. The, yeah, well, yeah I don't want to do that one today, I, maybe next week. I think it keeps getting worse. And then I think all of a sudden there might be a moment unless they train models that are sufficiently advanced at like psyops and organizing like in, in yeah. uh, you know. Uh, making complacent the populace but the optimistic view again is like everyone's like wait a wait a fucking minute this is it's all made up not only is it all made up we now have tools that allow us to do something about it which yeah. by the way you probably uh do already have tools to do something about it but that is a great uh, risk to you personally you know i'm curious if uh anyone has found a way to hook up these image generating ones 
do like 3D printers yet and make like There's 3D, 3D modeling. Models. There's there are 3D model neural or uh, transformer models. Google released cool. a paper on one recently. There's this uh, one for game assets specifically. I think it's called Leonardo. That's cool. Or something. I, I heard can, something about this. Yeah. It can create like 3D meshes, which is interesting. Yeah. And it can maintain like a consistent art style, which is uh, that's cool. Massive. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, we got a voicemail. <laughs> Which yeah. uh, Michael Knowles left us one. Uh, so, uh, weedocrime.com slash voicemail. YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at weedocrime. That's, that's it. That's, Randy, that's, I, that's... Uh, in, this, in this particular episode, I did do what I'm now realizing could be perceived and interpreted uncharitably as incitement of violence. And nah. I did that probably three or four four times so if you could get that down to like one or two that would be great that's cool that's fine i mean we did call for just actually actually just don't do violence people don't just just cut it and then just place it like every like two minutes the only violence we want to see is unless you uh, want mr beast's mr beast's walmart feasible displays that's it yeah fuck that shit up um don't do it in a way that's like criminal but just like really like really examine the merchandise and then don't actually we actually we've actually had to pay out fifty dollars because some people have sent us some emails on that so it's been kind of great if you're gonna uh shop for feastables you can get a little heavy-handed i mean if you're gonna like you know grab a candy bar they can take it yeah you can can get a little he's got the money to hire God, God, we just soldiers. said God came yeah. down and said it's right there. Just take it. <laughs> just, just take the feastables. Just take it. Just, just, eat it. just eat it. The food is right there. You... No, the, he already got his money. The retailer already paid for it. <sighs> All right. So don't. You, so and we don't want to hurt Walmart. So episode twenty nine. Thank you so much, everyone. We love you. selling anybody's data. Now watch this drive.